Today's big question is, do you have a teachable heart? I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is God's Wisdom for Today, a weekday live broadcast series from the book of Proverbs. Just like a proverb, this show is a short, wisdom-packed nugget of truth teaching us how to live our lives well. The book of Proverbs is an invitation from God to step into the wisdom of God. It is a very practical roadmap for developing the skill of living. We're going to dive into episode 57 today as we take a look at Proverbs 4, verses 1 and 2. We're going to read it, talk about it, and connect it to our everyday lives by asking ourselves a series of questions. But before we get started with all of that, let's pray. Father, I'm grateful for this opportunity to open your word with these folks, whether they're here in person or on a replay. I'm so grateful for the ability to come together and learn from your word. And Spirit, I would ask that you would open our understanding of these verses, that you would really speak to us about what each of us need to hear from this this morning. Ask that everything that we say and do in this space would be honorable to you and pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We are in Proverbs 4, 1 and 2. Let me throw that up on the screen for those of you who are here on the broadcast. It says, listen, sons, to a father's discipline and pay attention so that you may gain understanding. For I am giving you good instruction. Don't abandon my teaching. Now we are diving into a new chapter today. We are done with three. We are starting four today, those first couple verses. And chapter four overall is a warning to follow righteousness and avoid wickedness. It is the fifth paternal appeal, what they call a paternal appeal. So it's the fifth time we have a father talking to a son. And his message is that wisdom is a tradition worth maintaining. The ESV heading is a father's wise instruction. In the NIV, it's called wisdom is supreme. And in CSB version, it's called a father's example. The chapter is made up of three discourses. Now, that's a fancy word for discussion. Three discussions on the value of wisdom. And each one of those includes four parts. So you're going to hear instruction and exhortation and commands and motivation in each of those sections. Today and Wednesday, we're kind of more in the exhortation and instruction side of it. And Friday, we'll talk about some benefits. I think actually maybe at the end of Wednesday, we get into that too. So here's what I want you to think about this morning as we get started. Imagine that you have something that you want to talk to someone about, and it's important. Maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your kids, but this thing is important. It's critical for their lives, and you want to talk about it. Now, how do you approach that subject? Do you say, hey, while you're taking that trash out, think about this? No. You set it up. You let them know that this conversation is different than your everyday conversations. We're not talking about the weather or what's for dinner. You know that weird feeling you get when someone says, we need to talk. That's a signal that this conversation is important. It's different. And that's what this opening for chapter four does. We're back to the father and son interaction, and he's taking a moment to set up the conversation to say, don't treat this lightly. What we're talking about here is important. And if God's word gives you advance warning to take notice then we need to take notice, right? So what does dad say? He says three things. Listen, pay attention, and don't abandon this. We've had these instructions before, 
We are supposed to listen to correction. Discipline is a warning or a chastisement or rebuke, but it's also instruction. He's saying, listen to discipline. We're supposed to pay attention. You know how a dog's ears will lift up and their head will tilt when they're focused on a new sound? The root word is like that. The dogs perk up and it's the same hearkening, pricking up of the ears. It's heed this, listen to this. Why? So that we gain understanding because dad says this is good stuff. This discipline is good instruction and you will gain understanding if you listen to it. And then he says, don't abandon my teaching. I have a 15-year-old boy, and he is a deep thinker. He's also like a sponge right now. He is soaking up ideas from all over the place. And I can hear in this father's voice that thing that I feel with my son. There are lots of ideas out there in the world, but what I'm giving you in this discipline and in this instruction, correction, and teaching, it's going to serve you well in life. Pay attention to it. Don't walk away from it. And we have these three exhortations, these three instructions, listen, pay attention, and don't abandon. Listening and paying attention to discipline or correction is necessary for our understanding it. We can hear things without listening. It happens in relationships all the time. When someone says, are you listening to me? And the reply is, of course I'm listening. Odds are that they were hearing, but not really listening. We need to listen to the discipline and teaching that we receive and pay attention to it. It's totally possible to work our way through correction or teaching that comes into your life and to get through it, to move to the end of that correction or get past the discipline without any understanding. This is a call to be intentional about life, not just to accept correction and get through it, but to pay attention to it, to learn something from it, and then not to let go of that learning. The son was to listen to what his father was teaching him, to gain understanding and not turn away from it. And we should do the same. We need to listen what God wants to teach us through instruction or through correction and to learn from it and not turn away from it. So let's ask ourselves some questions. How do you typically process through instruction from God or correction? How well do you listen? Do you pay attention to God's instruction or correction in a way that brings understanding? Do you actually learn something from it? And is there anything that God's taught you in the past that you have turned away from? Today's big question is, do you have a teachable heart? If you want a place to think about those answers and write them down as you come up with new thoughts, or to make notes of the things that you're learning as we are going through the book of Proverbs— We send out a set of free journal pages each Sunday evening in an email. And if you would like to get on the list to receive that email, you just need to go to getwisdom.link backslash email. Getwisdom.link backslash email. Sign up for that list and we are happy to send those out to you every Sunday evening. As for me, here's what I was thinking about today. I did not get in a whole lot of trouble as a teenager, but the one thing that I could not do was make curfew on time. I was always late every single time. My parents began to move my curfew a half hour earlier for every five minutes that I was late or something like that. There was one point that my curfew was so early that I was supposed to be at home before my after-school swim practices were over every weekday evening. It was ridiculous. And it wasn't really rebelliousness, but that's a story for another day. My point is that as a teenager, I did not have a teachable heart when it came to correction. I love to learn but I didn't value learning from being disciplined. 
Now I can say that I'm a little bit better today. I recently had someone point something out publicly online, and while there was a bit of defensiveness that came up in me at first because it wasn't done very well and it wasn't really an appropriate comment, and I'm still learning to actually take correction well, but I was able to learn from this. I was able to separate the defensiveness and the emotion from it and actually learn from what was said. Perspective changes with adulthood. It's easier for us to see the value of discipline. And learning to learn from that is a skill that is really helpful to have. But we're not really talking about a boss or a random online follower today here. We're talking about God who has absolute right and authority to discipline us. And he says that he does it because he loves us. How you respond to God's instruction is critical. Looking at how you respond to correction by people might give you a clue as to how your natural inclination is to respond to God's as well. How about you? What will you do with what you've learned today? Let's close in prayer. Lord, we want your wisdom in our lives. We don't want it for our success or for our pleasure or for our comfort, but we ask for it so that we can know you better and love you better and therefore also love other people better and learn to live a life that is honoring to you. So give us that kind of wisdom. Give me the kind of wisdom that will turn my heart into looking more and more like Christ each day. Amen. Thank you all for being with me today. If you found this broadcast helpful each day or each time it comes on, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. Tell them why you're finding it helpful and ask them to join us. We will be back again on Wednesday with another broadcast. If you're a podcast listener, I would love it if you would also share it with a friend and subscribe. That helps us reach more people with the Word of God. I will see you again on Wednesday. And until then, I hope you have a fantastic week.